Welcome to the Interviewing Artists series. This podcast is dedicated to interviewing undergraduate studio art students at the University of Guelph in partnership with the Juried Art Show and Kaleidoscope Magazine. My name is Hannah Pacina, and I am one of the Juried Art Show, or Jazz, volunteers for this year's 53rd annual exhibition. Today, we're recording in Guelph, Ontario, which is situated on treaty land that is steeped in rich Indigenous history and home to many First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people today. We acknowledge the Mississaugas of the Credit First Nation of the Anishinaabek peoples on whose traditional territory we are meeting. Today, I am here with Dominica Howley. Hi. Hello. To start us off, can you please describe yourself and your practice? So I'm a fourth-year student studying studio art and classics at the university. I'm currently working in painting and printmaking, and my practice involves quite a bit of reflection on my experiences with tree planting and the forest industry. So I like to use different media to kind of explore that topic and all of the nuances that it involves. When you are making this kind of art, what is your process? I use lots of different uh, kind of points of reference to create my works, sometimes using collage and digital imagery, sometimes hand-drawn elements. And I kind of, uh, I guess I just kind of come up with the idea and then create each work individually to incorporate into like a larger body of work and a larger discussion about forest fires and planting and deforestation and all these sorts of topics. So I guess the process varies. And you mentioned quite a few mediums that you worked in, printmaking, collage, painting. What attracts Mm -hmm. you to each of these mediums? I think the variety of different ways that you can create images and approach the same topic in different visual ways. Do you have a favorite among mediums or is it just like... (laughs) Printmaking, for sure. Inside printmaking, do you have any favorite printmaking processes? I think it depends a lot. Um, I really like photo-digital intaglio printing, but I also enjoy screen printing, so I would say between those two. I don't know much about printmaking, so I would love if you could give just a bit of insight in how you go about these, what's your process? So usually it starts with reference photos that I've either found or articles I've read about current issues involving deforestation and sort of global forest fires. And then I sketch it. And then from there, I kind of turn the sketch into either a stencil to be exposed onto a screen or a polymer plate, which then gets printed using a press. So it's kind of interesting. It's a very lengthy process and you definitely want to enjoy whatever you're making. Otherwise, long process for nothing. <laughs> that is very interesting. And going off on a completely different tangent, I hear you talk a lot about nature, both the positives and negatives of the natural world in your work. And I wonder if you could just speak on this, maybe how it inspires you, how you got interested in using nature in your artwork. So it definitely stemmed from my experience tree planting and being in nature for three months every summer and then I kind of brought those ideas and photographs that I had taken while I was out there and I kind of started thinking about how you go out tree planting and like it's kind of romanticized because you think at first that you're doing this great deed but then you kind of realize that you're just feeding an industry so it's kind of this balance between a natural beauty versus like these industries that we're so known for globally. 
So how did you get into tree planting? That sounds very interesting. I knew that I didn't want to return to my hometown the summer after first year. So I pretty much went looking to see what the like furthest from home job that I could find. That was one. And I heard you could make a lot of money doing it. So I was like, oh, I'll go do that. So I did. Where was the tree planting? Uh, In northern BC and Alberta. Beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) What or who inspires you? Obviously nature, but other than that. (laughs) I think it honestly depends. I do a lot of surfing on Instagram to find different like printmakers. I also will read books or do Google searches for different historical references too. When I'm painting, I really like the paintings of Emily Carr and David Hockney. So I do kind of reflect on those and the way that they paint a little bit. And a lot of the time, I just reference my own works. Like if I've done a print that I really liked, then sometimes I'll kind of reference that as a starting point for a painting or something. That's an interesting process too, moving from one medium to art to another. Do you find yourself often working that way? Yeah, I think kind of each work that I create is almost like a starting point for the next one. And then they just kind of all speak amongst themselves or, I don't know, they create a dialogue, I guess. That's such a fun way to look at art too, everything being interconnected, working together as well as having their own identity. I, I love that. What kind of subject matter are you interested in? Generally landscapes and kind of, I guess, thinking critically about what these industries are doing to our landscapes. So sometimes the images will be kind of abstract and the title will give a little bit more information. And then sometimes they're more realistic. I think it just depends on what point I'm trying to get across. Something that I've been really interested in recently is text and artwork and talking about titles and how they inform the piece. Do you have any processes you go through in your titles or any titles that really stand out to you and really give information are both poetically vague and just help the piece a lot? I think for each piece, I really think about what the message is that I'm trying to convey. And then I usually relate that message to whatever I name the piece, I guess. How often do you make art? I would say I do something creative like every day. Wow, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I think because I'm in two studio courses, I definitely, through the summer, I'm not as, not nearly as creative, but I do try. When you're making art, do you often doodle or do fun little bits of art as well as your studio classes and more developed works? Or do you often just work on those? I think I usually get a little too excited for my class projects. So I come up with more ideas than necessary for those. And then I'll kind of try to work on those like on the side a little bit. And of course, there's always an ever running list of things I'd like to do when I have time. So there's always that list in my sketchbook. And I spend a lot of time just like coming up with the ideas for what I'd like to do next. So my sketchbook is actually filled with a lot of lists of written ideas. I find that as well. And it, it's awesome. It's so helpful to go back yeah. to my, like, my midnight thoughts on my artwork. Absolutely. And what projects are you currently working on? I think right now I have four projects on the go. I have an abstract painting, my painting course coming up in a week and a half. So I have to get that started. And then for that one, I think I'm just going to be focusing on color palette that relates to the other themes of my art. And then my final project, I'm going to be doing a painting that references the forests 
in BC that Emily Carr painted. And I'm hoping to find a forest that she painted that I've also been to or one that's been destroyed by forest fire so that I can paint it kind of in a present day but also reflect her style. And in printmaking, I'm working on a screen print collage right now. And I have a woodcut print that I'm also working on. My goodness, so exciting. (laughs) I want to see all these works when you're done. That sounds so cool. Absolutely. I post a lot of it on my Instagram. What is your Instagram? I think it's D Howley underscore artist. Uh, especially um, your screen printed collage. Is that what it was? Or Yeah. So I, I'm doing it using a piece of plywood that I sourced from, it was actually just at my local lumberyard, but it's from a mill that I've planted trees for. So I used that piece of plywood and cut it into six boards. And I glued pages from a book that I read about forest fires from the Canadian Forest Firefighter as the background. And then I've poured a thin layer of, of an acrylic what is it an epoxy resin that's what it is um over the top and then screen printed just a flat of orange over that to represent the color of the sky when there is forest fires and then on top of that I've done another layer of epoxy and then a mono print of a forest scene yeah that sounds really interesting <laughs> wow especially going back to that idea of interconnectedness like mm-hmm. that's really cool What projects are you the most proud of? I did a project in my second year in photo digital print and I was in the class with a bunch of fifth year students and I was trying really hard to like figure out how I wanted this panoramic photograph that I had taken to turn out on my polymer plate and I had collaged other images of my own on top of it and like kind of erased bits and just made it so that it was I think it was three different images on one plate and then I had two different plates that were different but had the same background image. And then when I finally like got it all set and ready to go, I came down to the print studio with my films already. And I was like, oh my God, it worked. (laughs) A couple of the fifth years were like, holy crap, this looks really good. So that was definitely one of my better ones. That sounds like a really interesting process too. I love hearing about your processes, especially in collage. I very much enjoy collage, but my process is so different and hearing yours is so interesting. How has your practice changed working from home? I don't have big presses, so I have to work very small in print. And I bought some of my own equipment, which is honestly probably for the best because after this year, I won't have access to the print studio anymore. So it's kind of nice in the fact that I know how to do it from home now. But it's also disappointing because, you know, having the atmosphere of being in class and all that is really nice and helpful. But it hasn't been too bad. I think... I'm maybe more motivated to complete stuff when I'm on campus, just because the atmosphere is a little bit better. Do you have any tips for people currently working at home? Oh my gosh, get some good music going (laughs) or like call a friend. Speaking on the topic of music, is there any music that you love to listen to while you're making art or anything that really inspires you while making? Yeah, I listen to 90s funk. (laughs) I don't know what it is about it, but I just, I don't know. <laughs> it gets you in the mood to make art. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, sometimes a little dance party in between definitely helps. (laughs) On the topic of kind of the same sort of thing, do you find yourself ever being inspired by literature or random book things you read, quotes, that sort of thing? Yeah, I actually did a print, a digital print last semester on news headlines. So the whole thing looks like a poster and it's just an overwhelming number of news headlines from that year that were just about forest fires. So it was kind of interesting. This is totally out of the blue, but just more about nature. Do you have any um, fun facts or interesting things you find in nature that you discovered through your artwork? I don't know. (laughs) I guess it's kind of an immense thing. Like the fact that we have the power to either keep nature as it is or destroy it is interesting. But also just knowing that if we didn't exist, like nature would keep going probably thrive. (laughs) Speaking more on your mediums, I'd love to hear more about your painting process and more about these working with abstraction as well as you mentioned the style of Emily Carr. Yeah, so I kind of enjoy the fact that Emily Carr painted in places that I've been, places that I feel connected to, but I also like thinking about them with my own kind of ideas and perspective on those places. So kind of referencing her style, but inputting current issues into the works, I think. And yeah, I guess that would kind of be it for painting. I haven't really delved into abstraction too much, but I do like the idea of it. And I I think it'll go well for this project that I have coming up. I'm not a painter. And something that I've always been interested in talking to painters is with the use of the medium, choosing colors. Do you find yourself often gravitating towards certain colors or finding one mix of colors? Like, oh my goodness, this is so cool. I love underpainting. Paintings, and I love oil paint on top of acrylic. I just find it really interesting to see the different wild colors that you can put under something to create the warm tones and the cool tones. So like actually the painting behind me was one that I did last year and my prof was a little bit concerned when I started it because I had like bright pink and yellow and purple and blue and like all these wild colors just on her skin. And my prof was like, I, I think we need to tone this down a little bit. You need to like bring in some real colors here like actual skin tones but I don't know I really like seeing the colors on the canvas first and then how they sit after you put like your real colors and how like the color that you actually want it to be on top I think that's really interesting yeah that is really interesting seeing how they interact yeah that one looks very successful so (laughs) your colors worked out I, honestly, I always, I don't really think of myself much as a painter. I really think of myself more as a printmaker, but I always surprise myself when I do really get into my paintings because I'm like, this actually didn't go as badly as I thought it would. <laughs> and I enjoy it. So that's always, that's always a good thing. Yeah. And the same sort of thing for printmaking. Do you find yourself drawn to certain colors, any different inks? I don't know if that's a thing, but if yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> honestly, I I don't know that there's like any particular color that I'm drawn to because I would say black, but that's kind of just not true because not many of my prints are black. (laughs) My intention is always like, oh yeah, this is going to be black. And then I get to the like actual printing stage and I'm like, well, what if I tried like another color, something that would be unexpected or 
don't know, just a different way to look at it. Now that you're in the upper years of the studio program, were there any courses that you really loved taking, things that really inspired you? I think I'm glad that I took a variety of studio courses because I think that each course has taught me something that I've been able to use in another course. And I think that, I don't know, I think that's important is to have like multidisciplinary understanding. Like I use my photography for my prints And then I kind of reference those same photographs for my paintings. And I'll use, I don't know, like drawing techniques in painting and kind of figuring out how I want to lay out my prints using techniques from my drawing classes and stuff. It is helpful. Well, thank you, Dominica. That was a great conversation. It was so amazing to hear about your practice. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Interviewing Artist Series. Check us out on our website at juriedartshow.ca or on Instagram at juriedartshow. Original music by Cam Hind.